you can't sit there in common sense and go that this guy is full of crap because he's not. He's got a really valid point. All that does is erode the trust in your business and the integrity of your business because people would be thinking now, okay, if they're going to do this, what else will they do in the future? It makes us ask, do we keep using the software? It beggars belief. It, did they let the intern make the decision on that one? I don't know. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Minecraft Lab, where we explore, experiment, and theorize about all things Minecraft. I am Minor Thoughts. With me, yet again, is the man of the future. <laughs> the man of the future. Uh, the Troge. How are you, Minor? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Merry Happy Christmas. New Year. Happy New Year to you. We've got a, a, a hot topic. Mm. Uh, to talk about it i've been following a story which affects us a lot of what we've talked about on this channel is uh not only minecraft but uh minecraft content creators and mm -hmm. um what we go through different things we deal with as content creators and uh this latest story is about a an editor a video editor that we all a program well not not an editor uh, uh, Software. A program that yeah. software, yes, that's um, a bunch of us use. Um, myself, yourself. Mm -hmm. The program we're talking about is Filmora uh, from Wondershare. Yeah, yeah. There's a bit of drama going on with that right now. There is, and it's it's an interesting one. And you and I, when we talked about, you know, should we cover this topic, we thought, but it's not Minecraft related. But as you said, not directly, but it is definitely content created creation centered right. because as you said i use it i believe you use it i think there's a lot of the other right. interims players use it and there's a lot of content creators not just minecraft creators but others as well that use this, this software and the way they're acting at the moment is um i've got to be careful what i say here based on one of their more recent tweets but the way they have been acting raises eyebrows right um so just to to fill you in on those that are listening or watching this, uh, what what is going on is I initially bought Filmora because it was a program that was easy to use. The learning curve was uh, wasn't steep like something like DaVinci or even uh, Premiere Pro from Adobe. It was easy to to pick up and learn. Uh, it's a really good program. Mm. Uh, so. When um, I first got it, they had what was called a lifetime license, which means for uh, for a flat fee, uh, you would get the upgrades as they came out or the updates. So I think I bought it during Filmora 8 or 9, lifetime license. And so far, I've, I've gotten every single... Up, update since then uh, from 10 or Filmora X is what I think what they called it mm. and then 11 but with this latest one it's it's a little bit sketchy the way they're they're going about about it Filmora 12 when you log in and go to upgrade they say there will be a fee to update but for an upgrade and I, I'm still trying to figure all this out. There is a YouTuber 
that I found out about it, uh, Daniel Patel. Mm. Um, And he is a, uh, he covers content creation. He was a ambassador for Wondershare. He was sponsored by Wondershare and did several different tutorials on the use of their software. Uh, So he had a relationship with them. And uh, when they kind of did this change in policy, this change in, in the way they license it, the, I guess the UELA, whatever that means, I'm not sure. I'm not sure with all those legal terms, but uh, uh, it all deals with the, the, the licensing. They, they, he said they over time have rewarded it to do away with the lifetime licenses. Yeah. And so I, I think there's, for me, there's two parts to it because there's two, there's two avenues. So you've got the, uh, the, you took the lifetime one. I never did that. I thought I did, but it turns out I didn't. Um, I've just been paying by the year and I never bothered to change mm-hmm. it or look it up. So it, all the, the, the thoughts that I'm going to express in our chat is on a bigger picture because it does make no difference to me because I just keep paying by the year and get, you know, each, each different thing. I guess for me that there's two parts to this. The first one is, I guess, I can understand them as a company getting rid of offering lifetime deals where you get continuous upgrades for free, never paying again. Because when a company starts out that's in development, they're small, they're tiny, and that's a good way for them to get through mm-hmm. um, some good revenue to start up and you know to kickstart, right? But yeah. as the company gets bigger and development costs increase, and this Philomora 12 is a big up, let's call it an update. That's what it is, right? I'm not going to get into their semantics of update upgrade words, right? We'll discuss that later. It's an update. It's a big update. So obviously I understand why from a business perspective, they would stop offering new lifetime deals. I get that. It mm-hmm. makes sense. And I use on our Discord chat, um, you know, I use the example. It's like EA Sports coming out and going, the FIFA soccer video game, right? FIFA football. You know, you've bought it in FIFA. You bought FIFA 13. Are you entitled to get a free new game every year because you bought it back then? So I don't have a problem with them changing that philosophy. It's just offering you annual plans or buy it once or whatever. I've got no problems with that. What I have a problem with is when a company comes out in the early days and there's early adopters like this Daniel Battelle, like yourself, have come along going, oh, there's a lifetime license here. We're mm-hmm. going to grab that. And then down the track, years down the track, the company goes, well, we're now going to throw around changing of words. This is not an update. It's an upgrade. And that doesn't right. sit well with me when a company does that. That is not the right way to do business. And I can fully understand why there are so many people getting worked up about it. And then when they're called mm-hmm. out about it, they don't go, whoa, hang on, we've made the wrong call here. They double down on it. No, they don't just double down on it when they're called out again. They triple down on it, which we'll probably talk about in a minute as well. It's just like, how far can they go before they pull up? Well, just just before uh, recording this podcast, uh, I, I had uh, went over to Twitter to see what was going on, you know, in in their Twitter feed if, if people were calling him out as well you know daniel patel as well as others and they i don't want to say that they 
saw there their ways because there there are two parts to the tweet. Um, well, before you before one... you before you jump into that, for those that are listening or watching, and by the way, welcome to YouTube. <laughs> With the podcast, um, this is a bit different oh. for us, what, the way we're doing it now, right. which we'll probably cover at the end after this discussion because we were so keen to get into this topic. Right, yeah. We were itching to, <laughs> we're itching to, to get into dive it. into this. It's been two months since we've recorded a podcast and we've been sort of chomping at the bits to get back into it. Uh, and welcome back to season two, by the way, um, of Minecraft Lab. Right, so they had their life, they were offering their lifetime things and all of a sudden without warning, without notification, they've changed it. All the people that had lifetime updates that have been upgrading from 9, 10, 11, all of a sudden they can't. Daniel Battelle, who I think he's got about 260,000 subscribers, was their first brand ambassador for Philomora, for mm-hmm. Wondershare, was um, making probably you know their biggest um, contribution towards growth because he was making tutorials, some of which I've used because they're really good. He put a video out saying basically, hey, Wondershare, this is not right. This, this is not good. Um, they didn't listen, so he made a follow-up video, and then they've gone and whacked him with a um, DMCA strike on his channel for a video that they paid him to make two years ago. Right, and I, I found out what it was. It was a an asset that they sent him to use, hmm. uh, you know, and he clearly says that uh, the, sponsored by Phil Mora and... That was that's what they're claiming. Well, see, his his videos were very good. They were very thorough and very to the point. That he went right. back in time to various websites. They can look at historical versions of websites. Found the all the documentation from when he signed up. That very clearly point out that they have said that you will get free updates for life if you want buy once. So he made very good, clear, concise videos. And I, and I honestly feel at the time when his first one or two videos came out. He was definitely just trying to get the word out there and say, "Hey, Wondershare, Philomora, this is not this is not right. You know, do the right thing." And this is where it irritates me as someone who has owns a business, has owned multiple businesses, and customer service and customer care is a very good thing. But and especially, you know, my business isn't in the social sphere where you're dealing with social media personalities who do editing and social media and, and content creation that's going to a little thing's going to go foof, really quickly their response to him was like in their, their email responses to him were quite shocking in the terms of the way they were trying to dance around their words and you know saying you know substituting the word update for upgrade and again mm-hmm. i get all of that from the perspective of we're no longer going to be offering lifetime buy one, get it free forever. I understand that, right? Yeah, no problem. So when he then did another follow-up video and they hit him with this, uh, what is it? It's a um, copyright strike. Because obviously if you get, if you don't know about YouTube, you know, you get three of these strikes on your channel, your channel is cactus and you, you're done. And I think once you lose a channel, you can't have another one. Um, you know, so that's his livelihood that they're playing with here. It just smacked of bullying tactic to shut the guy up. Right. Because they knew he's onto something. That you can't sit there in common sense and go that this guy is full of crap because he's not. He's got a really valid point, as do all of these other um, people that are jumping on his Twitter posts going, you know, this is not on Wondershare. It's not on at all. Now following him on Twitter, 
and and Fillmore just to, to get you know how this progresses. He is a social media influencer. Um, part of what he does is to to educate people on uh, social media uh, growth, and um, you know, so he influenced a lot of people to go out and buy Filmora, buy the lifetime license because he was putting out quality content. He's is advertising for Filmora, and now they come back and pull the rug out from under him. I, I, I don't understand what they're thinking. Well, I, I don't believe he's a brand ambassador anymore. I think it was just that one year thing. If I'm listening and understanding his videos correctly. Now I've watched him being right. a subscriber of his for ever since I've started using Filmora because, you know, I wanted to know how to do certain things and his, he was the go-to channel for it and still is for the most part. <laughs> so I don't think he's a brand ambassador anymore, but you're right. You know, when you've take when you've agreed to sponsor or agreed to a sponsorship, and if you look above my head over here on the video, you know you'll see the G Portal uh, logo, which sponsors um, Interrealms, it sponsors the DTG Family Gaming Channel and the offshoots of that. So, if you're putting your name behind a brand, you have to be confident that that brand's not going to destroy your name with whatever decisions they make, past or present, because your branding is all over past videos. You can't go back in time and take that away. You can delete videos, but once it's on the internet, it's on the internet. And people know that you're associated with that company. Whether you are current deal or not, you've got that association. And I think he was very open and honest in his video where he was coming from was that, as you just rightly said, thousands of people probably bought this program based on Mm -hmm. his recommendation and suggestion to go for the lifetime deal. And now all of a sudden- his word's worth nothing because they've made this terrible decision. And what irritates me even more is that they keep going and they try to put him down, put him down, put him down, and then try the subtle shut up technique to bully him into it. That is, what are they thinking? Are they, are they honestly thinking that someone is just going to shut up at that point? Or are they going to further make them look like they're making the terrible decision that they are? Uh, it just, it beggars belief. It, did they let the intern make the decision on that one? I don't know. <laughs> it, it, yeah. It just, they should have immediately, once that started blowing up, and I believe it really blew up probably from his channel first, once that this problem started blowing up, if you are the owner of a company or you're a shareholder or something or how, whatever their business model is, would you not be going, oh, hell, help me here. we got to put a stop to this. No, let's go throw some kerosene on the fire. Yeah, I mean, again, going back to the the, the you know, a, um, it's in his profile that he he calls himself an influencer. Uh, he, you know, you know as well as I I do that social media can influence people's opinions. So uh, if he's saying you know he's influencing people to take a closer look at at Filmora and maybe you know question their their decisions. Uh, yeah, of course it's going to blow up in, in Fillmore's uh, face. Well, it was kind of funny. I um, think it, I think it might have been after his second video when he'd sort of got a bit of pushback from them. And right at the end, he goes, and just as a side note, this video was actually uh, edited in DaVinci Resolve, totally free. And I thought, poke the bear, no. poke the bear, <laughs> go on, poke it. But just, I guess, yeah. to go back to your one of your initial comments, Minor, it is actually 
a great piece of software. It is fantastic. I've, I've, people don't know this. I've been making videos, not necessarily for YouTube, but for different gaming related stuff for, oh, geez, how long have I known Kegas for? 15 years, 16 years, going back to old games that we used to play. They never saw the light of day, but I used to use video editing software for this sort of stuff. Um, so I've used Sony Vegas. I've used some stuff that don't exist anymore. I've, I, when we started up the YouTube channels, I used DaVinci Resolve because it was free. And it, that is actually a good program too, but the learning curve on it is like this. Then I think it was Cubsy, maybe in the first one to use, well, the first one that I noticed that used it and I asked what it was and he told me, and then I think you were using it as well and Jurassic's was using mm-hmm. it. And I was like, all right, let's go have a look. And it honestly sped up my workflow of editing immensely because it was more into, I found it more intuitive. It was user-friendly and you could get effects and that off their library to use on the video, which saves so much time and seven having to go find stuff. It was right there. Right. You know, you didn't have to learn how to do it. You could drop and drag and you've got a lightning bolt going through your video. Right. So I mm-hmm. thought that, that it is a very good piece of software, but trust in integrity. doesn't matter how good your product is in business. Trust in integrity is the most important bit. Now it doesn't matter what they do now. Right, and we'll get into what they've done now, and I don't really think they've resolved the issue because they tried to resolve it and lit another well, fire. There was there was two sides to that uh, that response. There, <laughs> there was, and I I really want to deep dive that one as well, and I want to have a spray at that because that was just ridiculous. When you own a business, trust and integrity and your word is the, really the only thing that you've got because. It doesn't matter what industry and whether you're a video editing software, whether you're a mining company, whatever, right? You've got competitors. There's always another option for people to go to. Always. doesn't matter what field of business you are in. If you lose the trust and integrity, which is your main focus point, shut up shop. You are gone. It was bad enough, you know, that they've turned around and tried to do this dodgy deal, so to speak from people that have had their lifetime one, but then to double down on it, try bullying tactics and then go on to actually put a threat out in public against everyone else. I don't, I just, I don't understand what they're thinking. I I really don't. They've got a great product that keeps every release, Mm -hmm. every update gets better and better and better. You know, and anyone that's not using Filmora, well, up until this point, hadn't been using Filmora. I think you're, you're puffing muffins if you hadn't at least given it a go. Because it was, it's right. so good. It is a really, yes, it's not a free piece of software, but it doesn't cost much either. They have lost and broken the trust and integrity of the entire community that was building around it. They've slammed and ostracized one of their most outspoken supporters. Well, and that's the not, influence that's not at all. No. I, again. Because, I mean, uh, there's, there's something else. There's something else uh, that I, I found out where the tech community is finding out about what is going on. And I just watched a short clip of a video that uh, an even bigger tech YouTuber, Linus Tech Tips, Mm -hmm. is covering this story now. And (laughs) he's huge. And uh, they, they, uh, you know, they're a lot bigger. They, both of them were saying that they, uh, haven't ever heard of 
of Filmora because I'm sure they use something like uh, Premiere, yeah. uh, Premiere Pro or something along them lines. And they probably own a business license, which covers, you know, their whole business. Mm. But even for the smaller creator, and this has been kicking around in my mind and reimagined, her and I were having a, a, a small discussion about this before uh, the podcast, is why didn't Fillmore just do something that was uh, subscription-based to where, okay, there's no lifetime lines, uh, uh, licenses. We're doing away with that. Uh, you don't have to pay for an upgrade every year. Or don't call it like an upgrade uh, every time we upgrade to 13, 14, whatever. Um, why don't you just do something like Premiere Pro does and offer like uh, either you pay $60 annually um, a subscription and or a monthly fee if you if you go annually you get a discount if you go month by month you know it's going to cost you more but if they would have went with that sort of pricing i i don't think they would have got as much blowback the whole the whole their whole pricing structure for filmora 12 is just the, the highest tier is a perpetual license. I'm still trying to wrap my head around what a perpetual license is. Well, Does that just cover uh, Filmora 12? So I want to be, I just want to clarify something that you said there because I don't want to get a strike on this channel for misinformation, which we'll cover why we're saying that in a minute. Oh, yeah, I, I forgot about that. <laughs> we, we'll cover that in a minute. Oh, let me clarify real quick. So, Wondershare, if you're watching this, we're going to clarify something. So, the way that this, this edit worked was you don't have to update. Sorry, or let me use their terminology. You don't have to upgrade every time. You don't have to go from 9 to 10 to 11 to 12 to 13, blah, 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 blah. You can stay on 11 and get all the updates for 11. And if you're happy with 11, you stay on 11. If you want to go to 12, then you pay. I actually don't have a problem with that pricing structure, that model. I have a problem with that, though. Yeah, I, I, I have a problem. I have a problem with that. And what we're using right now, Windows, mm. uh, you have to you have to pay for the upgrade, right? Mm. Um, you can continue to not use Windows 11 or use Windows 10, but eventually they're going to stop supporting that. They're stop going to stop putting out updates, not upgrades, but updates for that version. That's true. So you will you will either have to upgrade or be stuck with you know not ever getting any any support. True. True. Right. But let's take a look at um, modern warfare. Right. New game comes out every three months. It appears. I'm being facetious. But, <laughs> uh, I'm being I'm being facetious. But you get my point, right? <laughs> All right. You buy it. You may not want to buy the next one, but eventually the multiplayer servers and all that for that model of that game will get closed down because there's no one playing it anymore because everyone has right. upgraded, technically. They've bought the new mm -hmm. games. So that's why I don't really have a problem with it. Like, if I wanted to still edit my videos with Philomora 10, I could very successfully, very easily do it, like with the features there. I, I choose to keep up to date because it makes the videos better. So I take your point. I agree with your point, but I also see the flip side of it. And it, what it comes back to me is, is I think 
I don't have a problem. However they wanted to restructure their business for profitability and sustainability, I would guess, right? And you got to, you got to, you got to understand that a company doesn't make a decision like this based on a whim either, right? Let, let me just put my business hat on for a minute. They just don't make, wake up one day and go, this is what we're going to do. There's obviously, if you read between the lines, there would be a, a financial reason here, whether it is cash flow or whether it is uh, profitability or sustainability is probably where I would probably veer towards why they would make a decision that all these people that own lifetime deals is now actually negatively hurting the business. So when a business starts, that's a great thing to get a massive influx of money. But as it grows, obviously, the, your cost to deliver those services increase as well. So that doesn't serve your purpose anymore. So I understand it from a business perspective. What I don't understand from a business perspective is destroying the trust that you've got by just people signing in like you and going, what the hell? I've now got to pay for something I've already bought a license to and no communications and not even honoring that deal. The way that it was worded at the start when people signed up for it, which is very clear in Daniel Patel's videos and which you can go online and search them and find them yourself, it's very clear. You had lifetime updates to the most recent version of this software and they have really destroyed the foundation of the trust that they people have in this company. I'll guarantee you when this is all dusted, settled in the dust, they'll stumble on his two videos and go, I'm not dealing with that. And they'll go to DaVinci Resolve. Mud sticks. Well, I've been reading a couple of the comments on his latest video and they're, they're saying, I, I didn't know this was going on. And, but YouTube is pushing mm -hmm. this video. Exactly. Uh, we look at Linus Tech Tips that you just said. Had never heard of the thing before, and now they're on the case. Right. A bigger tech tech company, tech YouTuber, is, uh, has got traction. Has hey, got, uh, maybe that was their idea. Money. Any any publicity is good publicity, but <laughs> no, it's not going to work. <laughs> right. And I, uh, judging by what I've seen on Twitter, I don't know if you want to get into that, uh, they're feeling the heat. Mm. So, well, rightly so. You know, the guy Daniel Patel makes these videos out of the coming from the right place, and they're quickly making a us versus them situation and putting a strike on his channel. Are you serious? You're not one strike's not going to take a channel down. I know it's a shot across the bow, fair enough, but why take that road? All that does is erode the trust in your business and the integrity of your business because. People would be thinking now, okay, if they're going to do this, what else will they do in the future? And I've already seen some of the comments, you know. So on Twitter, they've put out a thing saying, essentially, we're now going to honor it. But what's going to stop people from going? Well, when are they going to change their minds again? What are they going to change on us this time? Yeah, the second, second part of that tweet. Well, the first part gives you two options. If you paid for the upgrade, um, you will get a full refund. If you if you own a lifetime license, if you haven't upgraded, you will get an, a free upgrade. Mm. That was the first part of the tweet. And you know what? If that's where it had us, and I think at the bottom of that too, it says those that have it will continue to get a free upgrade right at the very bottom. The, the, that's what's got me. Does that mean when 13, is it like for 12 only and then that's it? Or Well, using their own terminologies, 13? using their own terminology, their own semantics that they were hedging all this on, 
it says upgrade. So that means you'll get 13, 14, 15, so on. Because if they try to go back on that, then they've got to go back on their whole foundation that they had the whole argument with about update, upgrade thing. Now, if they had have left it at that minor, you know what? They probably would have saved a bit of face. And yes, their trust had eroded, but they've backed down. They've acknowledged they made a mistake. They now can start building trust back in the community. But then... Within the same tweet... (laughs) I know! a, a, A second part saying we will not be oh i forget the wording but uh hang on i'll pull it up it's worth actually reading it quickly turning into a dumpster fire for <sighs> filmora they're taking in this instance they've taken one gigantic step forward and 45 back because this is what they actually posted they posted up the the, the statement that we're sorry we apologize we've made a mistake and then the very same tweet they've gone Thank you for your constructive feedback and suggestions. We are taking this opportunity to reflect on the matter and identify ways to improve. That's great. That's fantastic for a business to say, well done. Good job. Sign off there, Wondershare. Stop. Pull up. You're done. No. However, after reviewing the situation, we have determined that some of the information shared on social media has been misleading. Okay. You want to state that statement? probably didn't need to, but sign off there, all right? Say, we'll continue to rectify the situation. Just stop. You're getting really close to that mountain. Stop. No. Wondershare Philomora strongly condemns the behaviour of spreading false accusation out of malicious intent, and we will take legal action as necessary. Ah, you idiots. (laughs) All that says to me is if you are making content Speaking against our business, we will pursue you. Why would you do this? To me, it's a clear second shot across the bow of Daniel Battelle. Me personally, that's what I reckon it is. Because they've tried to take, they've given him a, a DMCA strike. He's still out speaking against what they're doing at the moment. Obviously, we haven't seen an update today since they've released their backing down, but I'll guarantee you he'll have a, a go about this comment. I reckon they're trying to get him to remove those three videos. That's what I think their goal is here because those three videos are going to show up for eternity in conjunction with Philomora. If someone types that in to YouTube, those videos are going to come up and they will come up forever and currently being pushed by YouTube, particularly his first one, which has got like half a million views. Mm-hmm. This is the wrong way. Get rid of this stupid statement. Talk to Daniel. You've acknowledged you've made a mistake. Wondershare. You've acknowledged it. You've taken steps to rectify it. You've taken steps to try to rebuild the trust that you were blowing out of the water, and then you go and throw a grenade back in there. Are you idiots? I'm sorry, but are you morons? <sighs> and uh, it just totally handled the wrong way. And all this- we all we expect from any business is is transparency. You know, just some honesty. Um, and the and Daniel. If you go to his uh, YouTube channel, I mean, just search Filmora Lifetime Licenses. I'm sure it's the first thing that will pop up. He's covered it uh, that over since I think it was Filmora 10, he was saying, or Filmora 9, they've slowly changed the wording within their uh, licensing up to this point to where it may have been planned all along, in the, but the way... 
it just came down was every business that's starting is going to have a long-term well you would hope they'd have a long-term strategy in place and one of the first steps is how do you fund the initial stages because the initial stages is dang tough you know you got staff to pay you got overheads you got to cover so how are you going to get capital to cover that before the bills start coming like the your invoices start getting paid and before you start generating income it's all out 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 right and the this the thing that a business doesn't start making money for the first two years i'm telling you it's exactly right i'm i'm finding that right at the moment it's a struggle so no doubt their strategy was and it was written in such a way that we do these lifetime deals to get massive amounts of capital. I can't mm-hmm. say massive. We get a decent amount of capital to start, and then we will phase that out over time. The way they've handled that is appalling. It is disgusting from a business perspective, from an ethics point of view, from integrity, from a trust. Shocking. That It's almost like that's what happens when you let the interns loose for a day. And just talking back on your note, if you type Philomora into YouTube, I've just opened up a... Um, like an incognito tab and typed it in you get an ad for official film video editor free download for windows which is it it's a paid ad the next one is filmora told youtube to remove my video by daniel battelle under that is the official channel of filmora so that's what i reckon they're trying to do is it again trying to bully daniel into removing his videos because they are getting smashed Again, right. the wrong thing to do. And he he even, um, I even watched a short where he talked about it. You may have seen the same short where he's like, look, Wondershare, uh, channels can get, uh, can get in trouble for um, bullying other channels. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I forget the way he worded it, but... Uh, yeah, it was actually if, if they're making if they're making false accusations, false claims. Yeah, misuse of the DMCA system. Yes, that that's what it was. And I'll tell you that I'm not a lawyer and I'm no expert expert on it. But what they did with him is, I would say, very close to misuse. Right, because especially when 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 he had a relationship with them before, you can go back in history, and he had a relationship with them before. He was a brand ambassador. Um, he was sponsored by them. Did He sold copies of lifetime licenses for them. And uh, so they can go back and see that this element that he used, this uh, asset they're claiming, it was, it was authorized at that point in time. They paid him to use it. Yes. It's like saying, we're going to pay you. But then the minute you, when we're not happy with you using it, we're going to claim it back as their own. Again, the whole way they've handled this is just, I don't get it. I, I do not get their line of thinking. Now, I don't know much about their background. I don't know where they're from. I don't know anything about that. And that's probably, I probably should have looked into that before we did the podcast. I don't know. I don't know if that's how they do business in the country with which they are based. But someone in the high up hierarchy there that's dealing with this is not doing a great job. Their PR department is got a big job on their hands here even their apology is screwed up and why are we covering it from a minecraft channel because most of interrealms use filamora we use it right and it impacts us because sorry sorry cut you off it makes us ask do we keep using this software they've they've broken trust with us 
we're going to have to, yeah, and we've learned this product because it's easy to use. I'll, don't get me wrong. I still love it. I still love the, mm. the program. Likewise. But now I have to go and uh, learn DaVinci Resolve. That's, I mean, I only put out a, a couple videos here and there, but for someone that uses, um, is a full-time content creator and they use Filmora, uh, what are they going through, through? Are they going to, you know, bite the bullet and pay pay the pay the upgrade fee or, you know, have to relearn something new, and this which is, is going to slow down their workflow. As you said before, you know, a lot of the bigger ones are probably using Premiere Pro or those mm-hmm. more, you know, the, the professional standard ones. So, and like Linus Tech Tips had never heard of it before. So, you know, it says to me that the key demographic for Filmora are people like you and myself who uh, only be, well, at the beginning parts of our content creation journey, we don't have time to invest in overcomplicated systems. We like something that's quick and easy that we can get into. And that's why I, I jumped into Filmora because it, it at least doubled my productivity for making videos. So their key demographic, I would guess, is the small to medium content creators. And I think that wouldn't be too far a stretch to, you know, to, to say there's a fair comment. You know, when I say small to medium, I'm saying those from like our level with two subscribers up to half a million, right? In, in somewhere in that. So well, the people that they are breaking the trust with are those that don't have a whole lot of money. We're not all the Mr. Beasts of the world that make millions of dollars a month on our videos, right? We got to be very specific about, you know, some of us might not even make, we're not maybe not monetized at all from content creation. So we've mm-hmm. got to think about if a we've got this much money to spend, do we keep investing it with a business that is so openly disregarding the trust and integrity of the people that own their own community? Or do we go and look at a free thing like DaVinci Resolve? It might be harder to learn. Eventually you will get your head around it and eventually it'll do the job. And I have used DaVinci Resolve and it will do the job. And I can honestly tell you for the first time in two years, DaVinci Resolve is now on my machine. If I'm thinking that, I can't be the only one. So how and how many people are they going to lose of these small part-time content creators? Are they going to lose because of this stupid business decision that they've made? No, sorry, not stupid business decision, a stupid way of communicating the business decision. There were a couple of uh, Minecraft YouTubers, bigger ones. Uh, I, I believe Impulse mm-hmm. was one I remember seeing uh, was sponsored or was asked by Filmora to try out their editing software. Yeah, I think Beatles was another uh, too. Yeah, right. So I don't know if they're still using it. Um, if they, you know, if they found it easier to use, what is that going to do? What is this whole drama going to do for Filmora if they reach out to content creators saying, "Hey, you know, we'll sponsor you," and they're going to say, "No." No, too much drama going on with you guys. I don't even want to touch that. Well, you look at the trouble that Streamlabs had because, you know, Streamlabs and OBS, shall we say, are very similar in, in many respects, you know, and they lost, you know, I think Pokimane was the, you know, the face on their, of their brand and, you know, she walked straight away. So, you know, they no doubt lost a lot of people. The, the best thing that they could do now, remove that threat tweet, they could 
go and apologize and remove the DMCA strike and get on with business. Right. I because I, they've alienated so many people. And if they're not careful, it doesn't matter what they do, it, they won't recover. I understand why they've made the decision they have. And I would guess it's a sustainability thing. That would be my guess, cash flow slash sustainability. Again, the problem... The, the problem that I've got with it, again, is it comes down to the trust. It comes down to the integrity of it. You've made a commitment to people right back in the day that have been your early adopters that basically you have built your business and your brand on. Support them. You know, Honor the commitment to them that have stuck with you all the way through and really helped you get that start. Honor that commitment. And then mm-hmm. as a separate thing, if you make a mistake, go, oh, right. Yes, we made a mistake. Hands up. No problems. Let us backtrack. Let us find a resolution. Don't try bullying tactics. Don't try putting out subtle threats, right? Just deal with integrity. Win back the trust of the community. It's not too late, Wondershare. But if you keep putting out things like you did today or recently, whenever that most recent tweet came out about the situation, you keep firing off those bullets and that passive-aggressive nature of it, people are going to go to DaVinci Resolve. Right. A hundred percent. Because the more the word spreads, the worse it can get. Exactly. And if you don't put those fires out, it's just going to, the whole thing is going to crumble to ashes. Crumble to ashes, and (laughs) you'll have people going elsewhere. It's not a case of them putting the fires out, man. They're actually literally lighting them themselves. (laughs) basically (laughs) so look who knows where it ends up from here um i'm expecting probably tomorrow daniel battelle will probably put out another video that's what i'm guessing um and i can't wait to see it um i think you and i said we may recover this again in the next podcast um with the follow-up maybe not for a full episode like this one but maybe just a follow-up on it to see how it's all played out um but it, it will be very interesting to see how it plays out. And if they can at some point pull up um, or they're going to fully crash and burn, because at the moment they're on the way down, they're almost at the ground level and the ejector seat ain't working. So <laughs> they're in trouble. You know, it, it's funny. We're having this discussion because people were saying the same thing <laughs> about Twitter. That's uh <laughs> The, the the new pilot was, uh, you know, in control of the plane was, he, he was, was going to crash it if he didn't turn over control to someone else. <laughs> but again, that's another topic. Phil Moore, if you're watching this, I'll, I'll probably upgrade, update to 12, especially if you're offering me as a lifetime license owner, the free upgrade. Just don't, don't come after us because of this podcast podcast. <laughs> please. But uh, I, I, I do like the features, the, the features that are being added. And I can understand they've been adding a lot of stuff over the years with, you know, I think with 10 and then 11, uh, it's getting more and more robust uh, video editor and still has that simple to use feel, but with uh, more things. With twelve, you've got uh, a lot of AI tools that are that are going to be included, which I'm excited about. I'd like to use. And adding these features over the years, if they're losing money, 
and they've got to recoup some of that in some way. I understand that, but like you said, the way they went around it is just not right. No. Or, you know, find think of ways to get new members, new new paying customers, instead of trying to go and renege on past deals and then play semantics with words and anyway, we won't rehash it. I think we've covered it to death, to be honest. Let's hope, mm-hmm. you know, let's hope they can pull up because you're right. I like Philomora. I think it's a great program. I'm still using it. And if you're watching this podcast on uh, on YouTube, it's been edited in Philomora. I'll, I'll be honest. It, it has been. And it will. At time of recording, it will be. Will the next one be? Maybe the next one will be on Da Vinci. I don't know. But let's watch, see what happens. Um, in the last, I think it was in the last 12 hours, they had put out that tweet that, yes, they were going to honor the deals of the uh, lifetime license holders. But then they fired off another grenade. So I don't think it's over yet. But let's see what happens. Watching out for uh, what happens with Daniel. So, yeah, and uh, definitely, you know, we've mentioned him a lot, and definitely, you know, uh, just type it into into YouTube, Daniel Battelle. Go, yeah, follow him. If you're into making, you know, um, video editing and those sort of things, definitely go check him out. Uh, highly recommend the channel. I've been a subscriber of his for a few years now, um, ever since I started using Filmora, a couple of years. Um, so yeah, well worth it, and um, his videos are very good as well. And you, you will learn a lot from them. But yeah, watch this space, I think. Please forgive us for the lack of Minecraftiness uh, today, but it's an interesting topic and one that does impact a lot of us as content creators. So therefore, we thought it was relevant to discuss. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will follow this, uh, this thing as it develops. And uh, we may cover it shortly on the next podcast, but uh, yeah, that's all I have for today also. <laughs> uh, but with that though I think that wraps up our first episode of season 2 of Minecraft Lab Minor, thank, <laughs> thank you for staying up till ridiculous hours of the first hours of 2023 for you uh, to all our listeners and viewers now thank you for joining us on our first episode back and we will see you in the next Minecraft Lab podcast goodbye bye recording so whenever you want to start (laughs) whenever i want to start (laughs) yeah like i have this planned you had two months to script this like i have this scripted (laughs) (laughs) haven't discussed that before that's a great idea minor so it's 2023 and i still don't have a script (laughs) i don't think anyone's surprised (laughs) (laughs) that's about all i got for today minor yeah yeah. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Right, and, then, and, and now, now comes the time that we've all been waiting for. That I don't have scripted. <laughs> how do I outro this? Drum roll, please. I got nothing.